Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. In today's episode, we are looking at the power of kick-ass intent. Do not underestimate the power of intent. It's really important to understand this. He or she who wants it the most generally will win. This has now been proven, actually, scientifically. Uh, They did it with boxers. And what they showed is that the boxer that went in the ring with the highest testosterone count or testosterone levels won. In other words, the guy that was most pumped up for it, most psyched up for it, the one that was in that that powerful position of intent and purpose and everything else, they typically won the fight. In fact, I think they won the fight every single time, if I remember the results of that test. What does this mean to you and I as business owners? It's really important. What it means is we can't get complacent. We can't, you know, just sit on our laurels and go for the paces. The equivalent would be going into a boxing match and kind of just doing a few rounds and throwing a few punches and moving around a little bit. You can imagine if you went in with any decent fighter, you're going to be flat on your ass, feet up in the air within the first 30 seconds to a minute, easily, comfortably, all day long. At the very least, I'm telling you now, it's going to hurt a lot. It's the same in business. If we go into business without that intent, without that focus, without that discipline, without that absolute will to win and that absolute focus and vision, you can imagine, right, that you're only being partially effective. And if you ever go up against anybody else, you know, a prospect or a competitor or even just going up against the market, you absolutely are going to lose if that opponent has more intent, more focus, has more oomph, right? Has more testosterone levels than you. Does this make sense? And even though we're talking about testosterone, this is exactly the same for you as well, ladies. The bottom line is really simple. You've got to really want it. Now, I know that we go through phases where we really want it, where we're really super competitive. We go through phases where we're, you know, uber focused and everything else. However, you know, we tend to get a little bit complacent over time. You know, if you've been in business for a few years now, or for me, you know, 10 years, 11 years we're coming up for, then what happens is you start to, you know, take it for granted. You start to find your pace. You start to settle down and you lose some of that, you know, some of that aggression, right? You know what I mean? Not in the negative sense of the word aggression, but some of that aggression. Last week I did an episode all about competition and the importance of winning, And of course, we're never going to tap into that competitive nature. We're never going to go out there and really be a true winner unless we can tap into our intent. So the first thing I want to talk to you about this, intent is not the same thing as intensity. So more often than not, we mistake intent for intensity. So, you know, you go into a sales meeting and it's the sales guy that dominates the conversation that, you know, kind of pushes his agenda on everybody else and barges his weight around. Maybe in politics, for example, it's the big blustering candidate. It's the one with 
the big voice and the big speeches and whatever it might be, okay? And we tend to sort of bow down to that. We tend to get bowled over by that energy. And if you're a quieter person, a gentler person, you know, more thoughtful person, someone that doesn't necessarily go out there and shout and push and scream and shove and everything else, it's very easy to think that actually you're a weaker person, right? In other words, it's very well, George, you saying go out there and fight and go out there and compete and go out there and win and tap into that intent. And of course, I'm talking about boxers and testosterone. And I get it. It can it can feel like, you know, I'm trying to get you to maybe be something you're not if you're, you know, just a more sensitive, quieter, more passive or peaceful person. So here's the thing. I want to rattle off some names to you people. If you think that you lack the physical prowess or you lack the the dominance in yourself to have real kick-ass intent, then just have a little listen to this roll call because, yes, we are talking about, you know, the Muhammad Ali's of this world, you know, the ones that go, I'm the greatest, I'm the best. And, yeah, you know, sometimes these guys do absolutely also have kick-ass intent as well as having the intensity that supports it or sits behind it. But actually, you know, when we think of people like Mother Teresa – absolutely, she had kick-ass intent. When we talk about Gandhi, you know, Gandhi wasn't the toughest guy in the world, but you would never test his resolve. You'd never going to beat him in resolve. And the guy nearly starved himself to death, literally as a protest when he was in prison. You know, this guy changed the face of the world, chased the fan of the landscape. And he was a very quiet, very calm, but incredibly powerful human being. He was an incredibly powerful human being wrapped up in quite a meek and mild physical body. And when you think about Mo Farah, that don't tell me that Mo Farah does not have kick-ass intent. You don't win all those gold medals. You don't become the Olympic champion. You don't become these things unless you have unbelievable intent. So I want you to think about, you know, yes, by all means, the the big characters, you know, we look at the big Hollywood superstars with their, you know, incredible charisma and their strength and maybe their physical strength and physical prowess. But I'm telling you now, also, we can see very mild, very meek people that also absolutely personify what it is that I'm talking about when I say about having kick-ass intent. So it doesn't matter what physical size you are. It doesn't matter about how loud your voice is, how dominant you are. It really doesn't matter. What matters is your intent. What matters is your heart. What matters is your fortitude. And quite often when you meet people that you feel you know, resemble maybe what you thought I was talking about when I said you want to have kick-ass intent – quite often what you've got there is people compensating for a lack of those things. They're compensating for a lack of real strength. I always remember when I got into bodybuilding and stuff like that, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, when I first started doing bodybuilding, it wasn't because I was trying to enhance my body and I was trying to, you know, just see how far I could take myself and enhance my physical performance. It wasn't about that at all. You know, the truth of the matter is I was very insecure and I'm not saying everyone down the gym lifting weights is insecure, but let me tell you this, guys and girls, many of those big muscle-clad mountains that you see down the gym absolutely are lacking in real strength, so therefore they tried to substitute that with artificial strength, as in physical power, you know, muscular strength and stuff like that. And I had to really go through my own journey of understanding that, you know, I had to find the, the strength that... I was looking for, or I should say, you know, the vulnerability that I was trying to cover up, I had to find true strength rather than artificial strength. 
So I always talk sometimes about the idea and it's my own childhood and my own teenage years and then certainly into my young adult years where, you know, I thought if I just got big enough, if I just got intimidating enough, if I just got strong enough, then I'd be safe. And the truth of the matter is, yeah, I was walking around, I was built, I was intimidating. I'd taken up all the kickboxing and, you know, it was all done to paste over the true vulnerability that and, and insecurity that I felt within. And again, I'm not saying that everyone that goes to the gym and builds up muscle, I'm not saying that everyone that goes and does, you know, martial arts or whatever are compensating for some inner weakness. But for me, it was true. And I'm telling you now, for a lot of people, it's true. So don't underestimate when you see what I call bravado, whether that's bravado in personality or bravado in, in physical forms, which is what I was doing, you know, it's bravado, you know, build myself up, make myself look powerful to cover up a weakness, an insecurity, a vulnerability inside of myself. You know, that that's not an attractive trait and it doesn't actually work. Does this make sense? In fact, you know, the more I'm trying to compensate for my vulnerability, the more I'm trying to compensate for my insecurities or my perceived inner weaknesses, then the more I'm playing into those vulnerabilities and those weaknesses. The mere fact that you need to protect yourself reinforces the fact that you're not safe. Does this make sense? So, yeah, I do still lift some weights. I am definitely not in the same physical prowess or have the same physical prowess as I once had, but I do now, but I do do it for the right reasons as I see it now. Does this make sense? And I'm not trying to push my weight around and intimidate people and I'm not trying to do that. I, I, I'm a bigger personality in terms of when I'm in front of a room, maybe on this podcast, you know, I come across maybe as quite a strong personality, a strong character, and I certainly have that in me, but I'm also the hermit. I'm also a very vulnerable person. I'm a very sensitive person. And instead of trying to compensate for that, I, I blend this into who I am today. And there's a real strength in me now that I never had, even though I'm nowhere near as physically strong or as deadly as I once was. So I want you to understand, okay, it's not about being powerful. It's not about being strong. It's about that intent, the focus, the fortitude, the resilience. It's about being purposeful. It's about caring about what you're doing to the point where it's more important than, than you. It's more important than who you are and, and what happens to you. When something is, is bigger than you, it no longer matters how you feel about it. It's about the importance of your serving that purpose or serving that mission or serving that client or serving the goal or the outcome. So I want to give you just a few pointers on how to start to harness, how to really create that kick-ass intent in yourself. And like most things, it's not necessarily that you lack kick-ass intent. It's just that if you're not kick-ass intentful, it's normally because you've lost it somewhere inside yourself. It's still there to be found or you just haven't uncovered it yet. So when I used to do my self-defense work and when I used to work with these inner city rejuvenation projects and I work with victims of violent crime, one of the things we used to talk about a lot, of course, was empowering people to really believe that they had the strength and the physical attributes and the physical ability to be able to defend themselves against an attacker that was much more aggressive, much more violent, almost certainly stronger than them. Definitely a better fighter because someone that, you know, attacks you on the street, it's unlikely you're the first person they've attacked. So it's very possible you've never had a street fight in your life. If someone comes up and picks a fight with you and starts throwing punches at you, it's very unlikely this is their first time. 
So the chances are they're better at it than you as well. And it's like, how do we go up against those odds as, you know, normal people that maybe don't have the physical attributes, the skills, the talent, the aggression, the natural aggression to be able to go head to head with some of these people on the streets. And this was when I really started to tap into intent as a truly remarkable, incredibly powerful force. So with intent, all it means is that the person that brings the most intent is the one that will usually win. It doesn't mean you'll win every single time, okay? Unlike the boxers with the testosterone levels, where as far as I remember the results accurately, they won every single time. The truth of the matter is, in sales, in business, in any kind of competitive arena, it's not that you're going to win every single time. You just want to win a lot more often. And in the self-defense terms, what I'd say is really simple, which is if you're fighting someone that is bigger than you, stronger than you, they are a better fighter than you, and they're more aggressive than you naturally, it makes sense, more violent than you naturally, how can someone, you know, half their size and half their talent and twice their age, how can they defend themselves in that situation? Well, it's bringing more intent than the other person. Intent is the focus of the energy, it's the focus of the skill set, the abilities, it's the focus of the aggression. And if you bring more intent than someone else, even if the other person has more resources to call upon, you are now at the very least in a fighting chance. You actually are in a much better place to actually win this thing. In fact, I'd go as far as saying there's a good chance you're going to win this. And certainly over the long game, you're going to win a lot more than you lose. And you're certainly going to win a lot more than you are currently winning. Your job is to tap into your own intent, is to tap into that focus and to harness what you've got and put everything you have out there towards a specific outcome, a specific target, a specific goal. If you do that, then you can be much more powerful than someone that might be intrinsically a lot more powerful. So in self-defense terms, someone's stronger, they're bigger, they're better at fighting than you, but you bring more intent, more focus to that encounter, there's a really good chance you're going to be okay in this situation. In business or in sales, if you just, you know, bumble your way into a sales meeting and the person you're trying to sell to has strong intent, has a strong agenda about what it is they're trying to get, whether it's pricing or they want you to walk out the door and not have a sale at all, they want to get rid of you. If you don't come in with all the intent that you can muster, then they're going to win. This makes sense. And if you're going head to head in a sales opportunity, you're going to lose unless you bring more intent. And as I've already said, intent doesn't have to be the biggest mouth and the biggest guns. And it doesn't have to be, you know, the big, biggest, strongest, most physical presence. It's about the focus and the intent of everything you have towards a specific outcome. And the analogy I want to share with you, the model I want to share with you is that of a prism. And if you get the right prism set up and you shine light into this prism, you get a laser. Now, light is surrounding you right now. It's doing nothing. It's bouncing off things. It's going into your eyes. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere you are looking. It's everything around you. It's in the space all around you. And it has no real power. Stick it through a prism. Focus that light and it can burn through six inches of steel. 
And you're exactly the same. You have so much energy. You have so much determination. But when you spread it thinly across multiple areas of life, or when you don't harness it in the right ways, then you become much weaker than you actually could be. You're much weaker than you're able to be. So when you put that focus of that prism in front of you and you shine yourself through this prism and that prism is, you know, your gender, it's your outcome, it's your, what it is you're trying to achieve right now. It's the why you're in the game, why you're in the fight, why am I here right now? Why is it important that I win? That prism is that focus that creates this incredible force when it focuses everything you are into a specific outcome, a specific objective. And that objective might be to win a sale. That objective might be to do a presentation on stage. It could be just to get out of bed in the morning sometimes. You know, you're just so much more powerful than you think you are. And the reason is, is because we habitually spread ourselves too thin. Now, I know there's multiple things that you need to put your time and your energy into. There's multiple things you need to put your focus on. However, when you're trying to focus on multiple things at once, or when you're not focusing on one thing at once, you are lacking a huge amount of that real penetrable force that you have as a human being to get the outcome that you want, to get the result you want, ultimately to get the win that you want. When I used to work with uh, fighters, when I used to work one-on-one with some people in terms of uh, self-defense, I used to train them and the people I used to train alongside, we used to train people to be able to switch it on and switch it off. So if we were working with a doorman, for example, you wouldn't want a doorman, although we find them everywhere, to be constantly on red alert. And you know these guys because these guys are kicking off all the time and, you know, some 18-year-old says something and then the doorman's right up there in their face. You know, it's, you know, it's like they've come back from NOM, you know, and they're a little bit trigger happy because they're constantly on this red alert because they feel that if they're too relaxed, someone's going to, sucker punch them someone's going to get one over on them and you see these guys that you know super aggressive and a lot of them can be you know really angry all the time the reason is they're just switching it on like the moment they're going to battle and when i used to work with uh some doorman in the past and that we used to train them to be able to turn it on and turn it off and one guy i remember really specifically is me and it was my mate mark and we were both in the same game and this guy came to us because he couldn't turn it off you know and he would do you know, be super aggressive. He used to train really aggressive martial arts styles, really aggressive street fighting stuff. And he couldn't turn it off and he would go training and go back to his wife and his wife would just hate him in that place because he was aggressive with her and he was aggressive with the family, you know, and he was snarling everywhere and he just couldn't turn it off. He just, he was constantly wired for combat and aggression and conflict. And he came to me and Mark and we trained him just for one day and we were doing these like state modulation drills. And a state modulation drill is where you get people to go into a complete frenzy of utter aggression. Uh, we used to wind him up, get him to a point of like incredible levels of aggression and violence. And we'd be hitting pads and we had like a, a suit we used to wear as well, you know, these big padded suits. And you'd wind this guy up and he'd be sitting there like foaming at the mouth and you'd say, right, wind it back. And of course he couldn't, he's sitting there like revving, all that aggression's up, all that anger's up, all that violence is up. And he'd sit there, right, just fuming and he'd be there foaming at the mouth. And then we would train him over the day. And I think it's about four or five hours, maybe, maybe even less than that. We just, you know, kept working on him. Turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Because once he trusted 
that he could turn it on from nothing. Like he could be completely passive, completely at peace and at rest and calm and non-defensive. And he could turn on this incredible degree of focused violence and aggression and then switch it off again just as quick at the on the other side. Then suddenly you don't need to be in that constant state. So in business, it's it's no different. You don't have to be, you know, on it all the time. You don't have to be constantly 100% focused, 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 focused. You can't necessarily do that in business. You can't do that in life. You know, there's other things going on. You know, you might have some issues in your personal life with your kids, with your husband or your wife, maybe your health, maybe your parents' health. Maybe there's things going on in the business. But if you can't turn on that absolute focus when you need it, then you're going to go into that sales meeting unfocused, unpowerful. You're going to go out there in any kind of business situation where you need to bring that intent and that focus and that discipline to get the outcome that you want. You're not going to bring it. And instead of going out there and really being powerful and penetrating the world with you and your business and going out there and getting what it is that you want out of life and what you want for your business, achieving your goals and ultimately achieving your agenda in life and in business, you're going out there and you're hitting the hard world with this, you know, kind of loose agenda, this loose focus. You're going out there half-assed and when you bring a half-arsedness to something, you don't even get a half-assed result. You get a less than half-assed result. So you need to have the ability that no matter what is going on in your life, no matter what is going on in your business, when you are in a position where you need to be focused on an outcome, when you're in a you know, a place where it's important that you win, it's so important that you bring absolutely everything you've got to that moment, to that time. And then it's okay to switch it off. You don't have to be that person. You know, you don't have to be that super focused person when you come back to your personal life. It's okay to, you know, be thinking about the kids and to be thinking about the home and your wife and your husband or to have other things going on. And you're, you know, you're spreading yourself across a smorgasbord of important things that you need to manage and maintain. Same with your business. But when you really need the power, when you really need the focus, when you really need to win, that's when you need to switch everything else off, focus everything through that prism, and then you can literally cut through steel. It's absolutely important. It's imperative that you develop this, this kick-ass intent that I'm calling it. And play with it, just like the guy we trained that time. Play with it. Switch it on and switch it off. Note it's safe. It's safe to go all in on something because you can just undo it again later. Don't feel like, oh, if I'm too focused on my sales activity, then something else in my business will fail. No, because you don't have to be so focused on sales that you drop the ball on everything else. You don't have to be so focused on your business that suddenly your home life or your family life or your kids suffer. You get to be 100% all in on the thing that's in front of you, and then you can switch it off. You can dial it back. You don't have to be out there, you know, bowling everyone over, steamrolling everyone. You don't have to be out there. You can be vulnerable. You can be sensitive. You can be fragile. You can doubt yourself. You know, we all do. And anyone that denies it is absolutely twice as fucked as us people that are willing to admit it. You know, we get scared sometimes. But what we need to do is we need to have the ability to be able to penetrate through all of that for periods of time when it absolutely matters. You know, when I used to fight and many of the fighters I used to train, don't kid yourself, these guys go in there thinking 100% they're going to win, right? They go in there 
absolutely ready to win. They go in there absolutely up for it. They go in there for the battle. They go in there for the fight. They go in there with an expectation of winning. But I'm telling you now, up until that fight, there were doubts in their mind. There were fears in their mind. They, there, there were worries and there were concerns, not just about the fight, but about themselves and their, their life and whatever else is going on around them. But what they have the ability to do, those winners, is ultimately when they're there, when they're going for the fight, they switch everything off. Suddenly it doesn't, you know, their wives don't matter. Their kids don't matter. You know, they're, they're, the rest of their lives don't matter. It's just me, the other guy, and this moment. And it's okay to be like that. It's not selfish or anything else. It's okay to be like that in short bursts because when the fight is over, you can switch it off. And for that moment, nothing else matters. For that moment, nothing else is important apart from what you're here to do, why you're here, and the result that you're going for. And you can be really safe in that because you get to switch it off again at the end. You're not being an arsehole, a wanker, selfish. You get to be totally focused and then you can switch it off again. It's an unbelievable force for good when it's focused on the right agenda, when it's focused on the right outcome. And I'm telling you now, you will have a much higher degree of personal performance and you will have a much greater degree of business success if you can enhance and you can tap into your own personal power of kick-ass intent. Nice one, guys. I hope you liked that session. I may well stick to this theme for the rest of this week. We'll look at personal power and we'll build on this, this concept of intent. So please make sure you do not miss the rest of this week's episodes. Don't forget to subscribe on your platform of preference and make sure that you don't miss those episodes. And also, of course, all the episodes that we have in our past. We have 69 other episodes for you to devour if you haven't done so already. And there are a lot more coming still. Have an absolutely awesome week. I will see you again on Wednesday. If you haven't yet watched the six-figure fast track that I have available for you, then get yourself on that straight away. This is for business owners that are in the service-based industries. They haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, but they want to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less. It's called the Six Figure Fast Track, how to take your service-based business from five figures to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. It's a masterclass. It's completely free of charge. Get yourself on that. Figurebrightboulder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll drop the link in the descriptions as well. I'll see you on Wednesday. And until then, as always, be successful. business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.